so many people start a career and it ends up being a job that makes them look in the mirror at themselves and say, is this all there is? And all too often, people get in a job and they feel like it's too late. Well, on the flip side, there's another perspective. What if at the beginning of your career, you have an opportunity to do something that no one's ever done before, to take a bold risk and actually lead off doing what's on your heart rather than taking the safe route? You do something no one else has done before so you can get results no one else has got before. And in today's episode, I am super stoked because I'm going to bring to the show a man who is a newly minted pharmacist, literally just started his career, and he took bold, massive action before he even started. And he's going to share with you how you can do it too. This is how you get clarity on what you want to do, along with courage to follow through. Welcome to Script Your Confidence. Guys, today I've got an amazing guest. I've had the honor of working alongside this dude in my final months as a practicing pharmacist. And I'm honored because this dude's the one that took the reins. This is the one carrying a legacy, starting all the things, and just blazing a trail. Super excited to introduce this man to y'all. Welcome to the Script Your Confidence podcast, Dr. Tommy Pasula. Thanks so much, Adam. I appreciate it. First time uh, being on a podcast, so a little bit different for me, but I've listened to you multiple times, got a bunch of great information from you, not only in the pharmacy, but also love listening to your podcast too. But thanks for having me on. I really hope I can share something for new grads or anybody that's about to finish here soon with a lot of doubt or uncertainty about what the next step is just to help kind of alleviate some of those concerns. Absolutely, man. Like It's an honor to have you, bro, because a lot of times when we're reflecting on our career and, and it turns out being what we didn't think it would be, we, we have these expectations that aren't met. And, and oftentimes we wait and see what will happen. Like, oh, it'll just resolve itself. And, and we look backwards saying, I wish I would have made these changes. I wish I would have started earlier. Well, what you did, dude, is something that I haven't seen very often. Because when most people take a career change or a, quote, risk, they do it after they're already in it. But you did something totally different, man. You took the leap before you even graduated. So tell a little bit about coming into pharmacy school when you're about to graduate on your last year, what you thought your plan was going to be, and that that thought of uncertainty, that tug on your heart of, I think I'm meant for something more. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was lucky I got to end up on rotation. I know the last year, it's very stressful doing the picks for rotation because, you know, you're just very stressed with the draft process and you're like, I want to get everywhere that I can go. And, and in your mind, you're like, oh, if I don't get this one, maybe, you know, the career opportunity will open up or some other one will. And it's, it's very stressful with that too. But I got lucky that I ended up with Blueberry, even though it was my number one pick that I had the highest one. I was like five or six back. It's, when I went to go into the room, I was like, oh, wow, everything's almost gone. I was still lucky I got a spot. So showed up to Blueberry um, in January of this past year for my, my rotation. But really going into my last year of school, I always knew I wanted to do something with independent pharmacy. I really like entrepreneurship, uh, those type of things. My family 
deals with a construction company. So I really enjoy that, those type of things, but I always knew I didn't want to just be kind of somebody working somewhere under, like I, just doing something different, innovating. I, it really interests me to like go outside of the box to this type of thing. So it was stressful, you know, that last year of school, applying for jobs. I remember going for job interviews while at Blueberry too, just because when you're in those last few months of school, you're like, I need to have something lined up. Like I can't be that person that you know, when you walk across the stage or when you see your friends there those last few weeks when you're getting together for whatever, oh, what do you have lined up? What do you have lined up? And want to like tell everybody you have something. And it is a stressful time. So I went to Blueberry, great rotation, got to meet Adam, Kyle. Every, it was awesome. Adam having our club pharmacy was playing, playing the good tunes and, and everything <laughs> there. But, so it was, it was a great time with not only just getting to see uh, that work with great people, but also the pharmacy itself. I was just like, this is amazing. I And Kyle, uh, the owner of Blueberry, will even say that uh, you typically email people about a month before your rotation. And I sent Kyle an email. The rotation was in January. And I sent it, I think, in August. And I sent this long thing. Like, can't wait to learn about it, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm just very interested. And I remember I opened up my email and it was like, hey, great topic. We'll talk about this in January. I was like, oh, he didn't even respond to me that much. But he actually thought I was like, spying on the cost plus model for somebody else and then later on we laugh about it but i was super excited because i was like this is so different it's something you know everybody i've talked to with other owners you know never have heard something like this so then i went through rotation great time with patients just the whole business model and everything great people but then after that i was like okay i need to you know really lock something in so I did uh, try to get a job with Giant Eagle, and then it was another location farther away from Pittsburgh, but wanted to stay in the area. Well, then later on, I got a spot with Rite Aid. So I was actually there for about two months. And I and it's funny, um, and my wife, would I got the call from them. She's like, why aren't you excited? I was like, yeah, I, she just knew that I wasn't totally fulfilled and she like right away she's like well it's a job you know you got it locked in it's, it's great you know you have something and I was just like yeah I know I, I just wasn't fully kind of satisfied I knew that it wasn't going to push me to my full potential so I was there for about two months um, you know finishing out school with rotations and then just studying for the Netflix, MPJ, those type of things and then opportunity arose what really the last few months um, in it Blueberry too the biggest thing Kyle told me was do things now when you're young, when you don't have a family, when you have a lot more time, just be very proactive now. He's like, I is speaking from somebody that wanted to be an owner. And he's like, granted, I, you know, I love my family. I love my kids. He's like, but it takes time and you don't realize how much energy you have younger. So I did have a business plan for like an independent pharmacy. And I actually started reaching out to multiple people for like, kind of buying and selling pharmacies and those type of things, kind of working a possible junior partnership with a owner back home. So I really was trying to move uh, fast doing those things, especially too, as a student that was just about to finish up school, I realized that that student card really at the end of your time helps to play that. And I would advise anybody that's a student in their last few months or even that last year, utilize that as much as possible because once you are a practicing pharmacist and you go to something for consulting or, okay, yeah, that's going to be, you know, so much of your time you have to pay. So as a student, it was like, they were like, wow, nobody reaches out this early. It's great. Somebody's interested in entrepreneurship, those type of things, you know, uh, we could stay in contact. So I started doing those things and I'm 
the owner of Blueberry Pharmacy, Kyle, was like, wow, I'm surprised you actually. Uh, and the one idea that I hope we can bring to Blueberry and, you know, other cost-plus pharmacies is kind of partnering with employers. So I just really have enjoyed getting to do those type of things, um, you know, and the opportunity arose. And luckily for the guy sitting right here, too, that he was advocating for me. But uh, Spotted Blueberry then opened up. Um, Kyle pretty much, you know, growing fast, attributed to Adam and, and Kyle for all their hard work. But them growing super fast and needed to hire a staff, a staff pharmacist or get some more help. So Kyle reached out, pretty much said, uh, you know, we'd really enjoy you on the team. It would help us out. You know, I think you're a good fit. And it was a little bit tough time there then, too, but really just working through those uncertainties. Uh, with like something that you have lined up, established company for right now. Um, so, <laughs> but, so it was it was a tough time, but uh, it's the uncertainty. I mean, well, I'm sure I dig deeper into that with making that decision than with just stepping away from something that kind of everybody does outside of school, whether it's, I mean, at Rite Aid or, you know, bigger chain, something, okay, at least I could work there for a few years, make good money, benefits, all those things kind of having that certainty, but you just might not get that uh, fulfillment or what you're really, you feel great about what you're doing or that you're trying to achieve those goals that you want deep down. That's kind of what I think happened to me with when I got that initial offer from Rite Aid, I wasn't um, satisfied. And uh, my wife, Laya, she knew that. And then as soon as I got the blueberry one, it was like, I, I didn't want to show Kyle that I was <laughs> too excited when he initially told me, but I was like, I was Smart trying man. to hold it back. Yeah. I was, when he initially told me, I was like, oh, okay. Like, because we were going to talk about it at breakfast, but I didn't. And then later on, he was like, you really didn't show much emotion. And I was like, I didn't want to show that I was like too excited. But like, to me, that was something totally innovative, getting to be a part of something new, but also him allowing me to try to implement new things that I think is awesome that I get the opportunity to. It, almost if it's like my own business, you know, he said, as long as it's possible with insurance, uh, we can, you, you know, you can try to implement whatever you want. And that's what I think has been awesome so far is I get comfortable on my feet as a pharmacist and getting to do these other things like outside of that. I really enjoy. It's very fulfilling for sure too. hundred percent, man. And, and I'm curious. So you, you got this offer, it, it, you know, you're set like six figures or all, all the money, like the security, all that stuff. And like, it's easy to fall in that temptation of, I guess you could say entitlement. And it, it this is a really, I guess, interesting area to explore. Because I think one of the things that people fall into is, I've worked so hard, I deserve this. I earned this. And, and yes, that may be true. But what if also you earn the opportunity to make a decision based on what fulfills you instead of what makes other people fulfilled? And the great thing is it doesn't fulfill them. It's an illusion because most people don't want to say the truth because it makes them feel like they made the wrong decision or makes them look like a fool or makes them look like they didn't know what they were doing. Here's here's a here's a spoiler alert. No one knows what they're doing. <laughs> so if you're going to do something, do something that fulfills you, right? Mm -hmm. So that comes to this point of you're about to graduate, you know, student loans, all the things. You, you got a wife, you're looking to build, all that sort of stuff. So you have this lined up, but then you have this other opportunity. And, and the question that I think a lot of people are wanting to hear from your perspective is, how do you make that leap? Like, how do you overcome the fear of what if it doesn't work out? 
the fear of what if what if I do this and, and and I end up getting screwed? What if it's not what I thought it was? Like, what are some of the the questions that you did to get certainty amidst the opportunity of uncertainty? And what are some questions that you that you approached myself and Kyle with so that you could make an informed decision rather than an emotionally driven one? Mm-hmm. Good, good question. So obviously for me, it was super important. And as I've mentioned uh, with Laya, so our situation was a little bit different, but we graduated um, both from Duquesne. She played basketball there, but she's actually from Spain. So our situation was a little bit different where uh, for her to stay in the States, we kind of had to elope and make sure that she was able to stay. So she's been such a rock for me. And like, as soon as anytime I get a decision like that, I know a lot of people that are graduating or, you know, girlfriends, anything like that. But anytime a big decision and not only from her, which she was the first person I went to, but going to my parents or people that you really trust with advice and those type of things, even other pharmacy preceptors or people that have been in your seats or you, Adam, or like Kyle, people that, and I know the offer was from Kyle, but just somebody that you could trust, but going to Laya first, um, and really just the biggest thing for me initially was just writing down pros and cons, like seeing how long that list was. And it, I would like to say it was a hard decision for me, but when I actually wrote it out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is just like a no brainer. It's just like, you can't, you can't beat it. And I, I tried to like, you know, look at everything and, and it is really once you get out of school or you're lining something up, you're like, I just want something steady. I got loans. I got all these things you know, I have to worry about. But to me, it kind of reminds me of uh, the book that I read when I was at Blueberry, uh, Dying with Zero. It pretty much the guy he's big on taking risk when you're younger. You have your whole life to make mistakes, to fall down and get back up and all these things that you if for something something happens or any you have all these years to really make up for it so for me taking a risk younger is that's when you want to take risks that's when you want to um do something that people aren't doing or who knows but like at the same time too i'm somebody that loves to plan things out really calculate like how things could turn out in the future and i and i think i I made a good decision. I mean, nothing against Rite Aid, nothing against, you know, chains or anything like that. But I just went to Rite Aid right now for a store that would actually been in my district. And I spent, well, I, my wife, Lai and I bought $240 worth of stuff and we got it for 83 bucks because they're actually closing the store because of um, the, the chapter 11 bankruptcy they're cutting down. So to me, and it's crazy, you know, most people in my shoes, or anybody would wouldn't see their actual decision make sense that fast within that amount of time. But as somebody that's a new grad, and I think it's very important for anybody really in pharmacy, the business aspect is important when you're looking at these things. Granted, you want to make sure great patient care, those type of things. But we actually had a speaker in one of our fall seminars for Duquesne that they had come in. And the question he asked was, what is the most important thing that needs to be addressed like initially in the pharmacy or like most important thing to take care of granted everybody had great answers like patient care you know making sure pay, uh, patients adequately cared for and all these other things with patient care and so on and so on and that's what you know we learn in school he said i know it might sound greedy guys but you have to make sure you're actually making money and he said it's something that you don't really think about but if you don't have pay the bills to put the lights on at some of these places, they're not going to 
looking at being business and that was for me not only looking at the difference between Reddit and Blueberry, but also trying to examine the, the business background of some of these places and kind of seeing like oh, long term, is this going to work out or something that even if Blueberry and, you know, I'm confident with where it's going to go, I, I think it's going to continue to grow. I just um, at that moment, I was like, I think this is just a better option for me, but definitely can, can, um, going with family, friends, asking for advice. But then the really biggest thing for me was that pros and cons list. When you write things out and go word for word, and I actually did it with you with uh, when you were asking me what you want your creator to look like and what you don't. When I actually compared that list also, it was pretty much the same thing with uh, Rite Aid and Blueberry on each side. And it was just one was just a clear answer, even though might be missing some things out that maybe I would have got from Rite Aid, but I just, you can't pass up on an opportunity when it presents itself like that. hundred percent, man. And, and there's two huge concepts that, that you used in your decision-making process. The one was seek wise counsel, people that have gone through a similar situation that have advanced experience as well as people in your shoes. So you get multiple perspectives. So seek wise counsel. The second thing is write it down and make it plain because when we get in our head, we're dead. We have these decisions and they just cycle over and over and over again. And it drives us crazy. We feel frustrated. Mm -hmm. And when we're in our head, what happens is we'll think that we only have two choices. Take this or take that. Well, if you're only at having two choices, you're actually not a choice. You have a dilemma. It's only when you have three or more options that you're truly a choice. So writing these things out, looking and comparing the two, but then looking, what are some other options? Going through that gives you that clarity so that you know what to do and seeking wise counsel will give you the courage to actually follow through. And speaking of follow through, when you made this decision, Rite Aid was in quote, good standing. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> tell us about that. Cause I thought, I think this is wild. So Rite Aid gives you this offer when you graduate, like you're going to graduate and literally just roll right from school into a lucrative job, uh, you know, health insurance, money, all the stuff. And you said, no, I'm going to take this option, the entrepreneurial route instead. Well, shortly thereafter, tell us how long after and then what happened. Yeah. So granted, I can't say anything bad about like the, the district leader that I got matched up with. She was fantastic. Awesome. Like through the whole thing, the pharmacists that I worked with, there were great, like nothing against them, but it was just more of the fulfillment. So yeah, I was pretty much working there as a grad intern and then got the spot at Blueberry, but I just, you know, I let them know, um, I, I can't pass up on this opportunity. And she was super nice about it. Like I totally understand, you know, those things don't happen for everybody. So I let her know. And then I was like, and that was the other thing too. I, I was concerned because I'm a person that I do enjoy investing in those type of things. And as I see businesses with their earnings and kind of how things going, and I know not many people know about coupon cards, but coupon cards could just be detrimental to pharmacy. And we were doing coupon cards like all the time, just running coupon cards. And I know, okay, it might look good for a patient you know, paying a lower copay for certain things, but like the pharmacy is actually losing out on all these transactions you're running. And not only through coupons, I mean, insurance, we both know for a lot of these people, it's not the better route. So yeah, I, I left in May and then last week, um, I texted Kyle. I, I, after work, I usually go through, see stocks or whatever, how they do. And Rite Aid stock was down like 
70%, even though it's at a pretty low. And I was like, oh, I wonder what happened. And then I get on and see all these things, chapter 11 bankruptcy. And I was just like, wow, I cannot believe that. And now I was at that store today that was closing. And granted, like I said, everybody was super nice there, but like it is a business. And, you know, with these other bigger chains or PBMs, those type of things, squeezing people out. It's just kind of been a survival of the fittest, but I think a lot of pharmacies, and I'm lucky that I learned it from you and Kyle, they don't realize what's actually going on. And you, the business aspect behind it, you see lower co-pays, those type of things where the pharmacy is actually losing money every time uh, for their time and service, and it's not sustainable. So I really lucked out, and I don't think most people see results that fast from <laughs> May to uh, like August, I, I don't think it happens that fast, but I was really like, wow. And I know you texted me too, and you sent it to me. It's just like, I really, you know, I gotta thank God that I, I lucked out with, cause I don't know what I, and I said to lie today, I would have been so nervous, so anxious, but like, I don't know, you know, my hours would have been cut and obviously concerns with loans and those things, but I, I really did luck out with this opportunity coming up, but it's just crazy how fast it happened. Yeah, man, hundred percent. And, and uh, again, when you're weighing that decision, you asked me and Kyle, and you're like, you know, here, here's what I want. And Kyle, Kyle's mentor to so many pharmacy students, and he's so influential with with pharmacists, both those in really every area, not just independent owners, but also retail pharmacy and corporate and all these different areas. And he's like, dude. You think it from the other side, but once you're in, you want out. <laughs> the grass yeah. is only greener because yeah. it's fake. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Not I mean, wrong about that. I worked there 10 years and like I had an incredible staff. I'm one of the crazy people that love my job. When it comes to the things that we discussed, it was it was the calling. It was the fulfillment and the calling that led me from that. It was it was a great job that I loved, but it pulled me away from that. So I'm I'm glad that you you had people that we're able to to, to do that and, and share that with you. Be, and, and I'm just really grateful that you were open to listening because it's really easy to see all of the flashy stuff that looks comfortable, mm -hmm. but then actually have the open ears and and the, I guess the, the heart posture to really like listen and really say like, I could really do this. So mm -hmm. I, I thank you for listening, <laughs> but I think now you're saying you're, you're yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not wrong about that. I think one of the best things you said to me too, and it, it's so true, is a kid that's been in school for how long, you're just like, oh my gosh, I just want to get that first paycheck. I just want to get that first paycheck. That's all you care about with rotations and you're just like I just want to finish school that's all I've looked forward to but one thing that you told me and I think it speaks volumes for anybody that's going out there now is the dollar signs all that it looks great you know as you get out of school with somebody that hasn't had that for so many years it's like oh my gosh I don't know what to do with this you know excess money like I got these loans take care of those type of things but after time and I and I know and I already knew from when I got the offer right it I wasn't fulfilled I, I was like I just wasn't I didn't feel like I was like my full potential or the things that I wanted to do but as time goes on you know you might be excited at first but if you're not doing something that truly does fulfill you it's it's easy then to and then once you get stuck in that and I listen to so many people and I talk to people that have been somewhere for so long you know once you're doing something for say it's like ah you know I don't want to break out of um not what I've been or what I know because it's, it's so hard to hop out of your comfort zone. But my other thing too, for students that are on rotations and I was just there and, and now we have students every day. And, you know, I hear some people 
sometimes like, oh, you know, I got work tonight, like uh, out of rotation all day. Use those rotations to like you're paying for those rotations, at least for Duquesne, like make the most of them because not only what you get from learning, but also like networking and those type of things. Like I was at Blueberry, it was a full day thing, but half the time I'd be there like 45 minutes after just talking to Kyle because I'd be bugging him with questions about like, what about this model? Like, what if you do this? Or like, what about these type of things? And I just constantly bug him with questions, but I wouldn't change it for the, I mean, I know I was there like all day. I, I wasn't making, but like the knowledge I gained from it and not only from his rotation, but any other rotation too, that you don't enjoy, you can get something from any rotation and whether it's networking, having a good source to go to or, those type of things. I know it's, it's not fun at every one, but you can find something interesting or something you'll learn from it, even if you want to like tune it out and just, it's an awful rotation, but it, it use it to your advantage. 100% man. And something that I took from my rotations that, that served me well, and I share with the students that I got to precept. And now even in my career now as a, as a full-time coach is that if you treat every opportunity like a job interview, that's exactly what will become. And, and here you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were laughing that day when you said it. I was like, oh, yep. <laughs> You're like, it's proven right there. So. <laughs> exactly, man. Proof positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm curious, man. So amazing tips, like such an incredible journey, a lot of courage to really like take that leap because so many people hear this and they say, I wish I did that. I wish I could do that. So people that are listening, maybe they're about to graduate or, or maybe they they did the other decision. Maybe they took that that right aid deal or that other job deal, and now they have this regret. the the lust from the uh, the luster from the money has worn off, and now they're like, "What could have been?" And they feel like I made a wrong decision. Someone that's considering taking that risk. What are some practical tips that you can give in addition to what you shared of how to kind of just do it? Like, how do you how do you do that? Yeah. So. I think and it's tough, like if you're somewhere that, you know, you're paying off your loans, those type of things, and you have income coming in, it's hard to, to step away. But as I've talked about it with you, Adam, your whole, you're just like, I just want to pass the boards. I just want to, you know, I just want to get there, do that. And then once you do it, you're like, huh, what's after this? I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do now. So I, I if for somebody that is in that instance where there's somewhere that maybe they know they don't want to be at, my biggest advice. And I feel like even though I wasn't at Reddit that long, I was still trying to get information from other places, learn about things is to really better yourself uh, every day, whether you're learning things um, like that maybe you want to get into or kind of get it, gaining that knowledge on it, not just really sitting around for something to happen and not even whether it's, I mean, podcasts, books, those type of things, but really preparing yourself for that leap maybe to the next thing because there's so much time that you know once you get done with school you're like wow I, I have all this extra time and it has been something nice for me but even though like I'm at Blueberry uh with Laya I know you know it's like I try to even stay up on like my Spanish just things to better yourself overall as like a person and obviously like exercising those type of things great but as a pharmacist podcast uh books anything that really broadens your knowledge whether it's things that help you with pharmacy or just to make you like overall a more knowledgeable, knowledgeable person on pharmacy or even business. So that that way, once that opportunity comes knocking, which the best thing to do is really 
just keep networking and connections with people because sometimes the opportunities aren't there. And like I said, I got lucky that it happened with rotations and everything, but it's not the same that it's like right there, like the golden ticket on a chocolate bar or whatever, you know, it's it's not like that for everybody. So I, I think the biggest thing for me is if I still was there, I would still consistently be trying to just learn more outside of just being at work, like trying to better myself and those other aspects, just preparing yourself for that next jump or just doing your research on things. Because I feel like a lot of times, most pharmacists, it's like you go in, you do, and then you just come back, you know, you turn on and granted I do it uh, with watching like documentaries or whatever, but you can really, as long as you're constantly trying to learn or like better yourself, I mean, you're setting yourself up for that next jump whenever you take it. And it's not there always for everybody, but, that's what you have to do. You can't just kind of sit around and, you know, you really got to improve yourself each day, just kind of gaining more knowledge, being knowledgeable about what's happening in the market right now for pharmacy and the things that are going on. And hopefully trying to like be outside of the box of thinking of ways because uh, in the one audio book this week, uh, it says it's, it's such a good quote. I, I had it pulled up here. Um, Adversity is a terrible thing to waste. So Right now, you might like be somewhere where you're not happy at, but like using the adversity that you're kind of like in with COVID, tons of adversity, but like using those situations, whether it's being creative or thinking of like things outside the box, because pharmacy right now is it's a little bit doom and gloomy uh, out there. It's, it's a lot of adversity for some people. So you, you really have to think outside of the box or just really staying knowledgeable about what should be the next thing that, you know, career-wise would be most knowledgeable for you to hop into. 100%, man. Brilliant advice. And I always say adversity is opportunity in disguise because if you think about it, adversity and opportunity are exactly the same. Just like fear and excitement are the same. The only difference is the label you choose to give it. And nothing has any meaning except the meaning we choose. So choose wisely because if you're going to have this adversity anyway, not why is this happening to me? But instead, how is this happening for me? And that's literally where Blueberry came from. And dude, I'm so freaking proud of you. I just want to say like, congratulations for just the, not, not just the pharmacist that you've become, but the man that you've become, because through this podcast and through so many things that you're going to continue to do and have already done, you're going to inspire so many generations of pharmacists and so many other fields as well that, you don't have to settle. Just because someone else has a plan doesn't mean you have to follow it. Just because that's what everyone else is doing doesn't mean there's something wrong or or you've got it twisted or you're making a bad or dumb decision or whatever you want to label it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just really proud of you, man, because like Kyle has Appreciate such an incredible that. mission and uh, I, it was an honor to, to be a part of that. We, we grow that thing. Like as of now, I'm going to just pin this we've got what 126 five-star google reviews like from for a pharmacy yeah for a pharmacy like whoever's listening and i know i said this in the previous episode but whatever pharmacy you work at or go to just real quick go google it and look at their reviews 1.5 2 3 you don't see a pharmacy over three five And, and it's raving fan patients that call dude like when i tell people this they don't believe me when people call the pharmacy, patients, doctors, how, like, have we heard any negative? Like, not what? Let's. It's it's like 
you guys are great. You saved my life. Like every day, all day. Yeah. Like yeah. people don't believe me because it's just so uncommon. So if you're looking that, for the yeah. uncommon result, you have to take the uncommon action, which is uncomfortable action. We've all heard that phrase. Nothing grows from comfort zones. Well, this guy is living it. And now you can see what he's doing. And I encourage you to continue to follow what he's doing. So make sure that you go on LinkedIn, follow Blueberry Pharmacy. Also, Tommy Pasola. How, how's your name on, on LinkedIn? So people- I think it's you. Thomas. Thomas oh. Pasola, but yeah. Got You're the Thomas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have the links in there. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just super stoked for you. Super, super proud. Uh, you're carrying the torch. You're putting more gasoline on it. And, and of, of all importance, Club Pharmacy continues. And that's Club how Pharmacy I knew. Continues. Yep. <laughs> that's how I knew this dude was good because we're playing. We pop some Avicii. We pop some EDM. We're fist bumping. Helping I go. Patients. We got it all. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you have fun with what you do. That's the point of that. You have fun mm -hmm. with what you do. And you consistently get better and you do it in a way that is not about you, but it's about pouring into others. When you get better, you can help others to a better degree. And you do that every day, man, your, your heart, your integrity. That's why I went, I went to Kyle. I was like, dude, you gotta, you gotta get this guy. Mm -hmm. We can teach a lot of things, but your character, your heart and your values, your morals, your ethics are so sound. And no one's perfect. I'm not saying you are. You're close, though. <laughs> I'm just so freaking honored, man, that, that you're going to keep this going. You're going to do even better. And I'm just really, really proud of you, man. So congratulations. I appreciate that. that, that it means so much to me. But, like, honestly, it just from getting to meet you guys, like, back in January, it's just been awesome getting to work with you guys. And I, not, I know that even though you're going on to bigger and better things, like, We'll get to stay in touch, and I'm just so happy that, that we got to cross paths. And I can't wait to see what you do. But like, granted for yourself too, like you were somebody that was somebody for so long, and you know, stepped out of your comfort zone into something that it, it, Blueberry a lot of its success. I mean, you are like a foundation, which like those 126 five stars, we're not getting those without, and probably like 75 percent of them without you. I mean, it's attributed to you, and now you stepping out into the next thing, something that you love. And I, I can't wait to see you succeed with it, but it's just going to be awesome. And it's just an attribute to your character too, that you're a living thing of what you're talking about now for somebody that is really just trying to do something that they love and enjoying it. And it's, it's awesome too, that we just, it got to cross paths and I'm just so lucky and appreciative of it. Most welcome, man. I appreciate those words. Uh, but yeah, that's that's why I wanted you on this podcast is we, we go through things. And while it's it's a rich story, it's great. It, it teaches us lessons. When when we share that, it allows others to see may, maybe, maybe I can do that too. Because if, if he did it and he did it, maybe, maybe I can. Because the unfortunate truth is so many people don't have mentors. So many people are too scared to ask. And I encourage you, like, you'd be amazed at how many people just don't ask. So many people, how many students, let's say this, we have a lot of students. We have, uh, what, two new pharmacy students every five weeks coming through. So we've had 30, 40 plus students. Mm -hmm. And all of them, we talk about mentorship, uh, mentors I have, Kyle has, that, that you have. And they say, wow, I wish I had a mentor. And every single time, you know what I say? Who did you ask? Oh, I haven't asked anyone yet. And that's the reason. It's really that simple. 
ask anyone you know that's super influential, even ask your own mentor if you listening or watching have a mentor. Ask your mentor, how many people ask you for advice, like genuine advice? Very few, because they assume mm-hmm. that they're they're too far removed or whatever it might be. One of the best tips advice I got from my speaking coach is every time you ask, you risk a yes. So be bold enough to ask because every time you ask, you do risk a yes and asking it shall be given, but you have to be the one to take that step. So man, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. And we're definitely going to be hanging out. We're going to go back and get more Thai food. We're going to explore more. Well, yeah, yeah, more <laughs> Thai food. We got to go get that gyro place again. So I was thinking about that the other day. Pita, Pita Land down yes. in, uh, we were, yeah. And obviously Chipotle. So. <laughs> Dude, we just drive on so many levels. Like pharmacy, it, it's such a blast if you dare to make it that. Just because everyone else does it, just because you see everyone else saying the bad things, doesn't mean there's the good things because with everything there's always both two things at play at the same time there's a loss and there's a gain and the good news is you get to choose which of the two you focus on are you going to look at the loss and say adversity are you going to look and see the gain and say this is opportunity that's where all these breakthroughs come from and that's where you're going man so seriously you are just incredible i just really really honored by you man and Keep the torch lit. <laughs> Keep carrying okay, that torch. We, we got, will. yeah, we we got. Like I said, I I can't I say how grateful I am for you, but I I appreciate you having me on, and I'm just lucky for not only having you as like a mentor, but also as uh, a friend too. I, it's just awesome. Hundred percent, man. You're going places. You're already there. Let's uh, grow the blueberry patch, shall we? <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Always, always. And I'm excited to say this because you were a student when I first met you. But this is Dr. Adam Martin signing off with the Dr. Tommy Pasola, telling you to go forth, be great, script your confidence, and dare to be bold to do something different. God bless. 